Hey girlies and welcome back to the pod. Um, I'm so excited about today's episode. I'm talking all about reading, how I got into it, book recommendations, and also how you can read more. So stay tuned because I'm super excited. So let's just get into the best and worst of the week. So the best of the week was that I went live for the first time on my Instagram account and that was just super fun getting to talk with everyone and answering all your questions about social media. I think I was live for around 50 minutes, which was a pretty long time, but it was much better than I thought just because it's really similar to recording a podcast episode except for I was like staring at myself, which was kind of weird. But I mean, it was really fun and I liked it and I'm planning on going live sometime this week to do a follow-up to the video I did last week. So if you haven't listened to that, definitely do so. I'll give you all my tips for how to grow on Instagram, how to use reels, a little bit on TikTok, stories, hashtags, whatever. Everything you need to know, everything I've learned since starting my Instagram account. So you're definitely going to want to check that out after you listen to this episode. Okay, worst of the week is that um, starting on Monday, which is today when the episode goes out, it is Thursday, December 31st when I'm recording, so New Year's Eve, which is super exciting. And so, but on the Monday, I'm starting school again after holiday break, which is kind of sad. And I'm a little anxious about that because I'm actually going in person, which in case you didn't know, this whole past semester, I was doing online for my school, but that just became a little much and it wasn't very good for my mental health. I wasn't doing as well as I should be in classes just because it was really hard to learn like that, you know, but um, yeah, so we're just gonna have to go back, which I mean is fine. I'm really excited to see some of my friends. I haven't talked to some of them in a while, but a really annoying thing is that um, my second semester schedule literally half my classes moved to different periods so that means I'm going to be with different people which just makes it more overwhelming I'm sure it'll be fine it's just like super annoying but yeah a little worried about that because I mean anytime school is starting again I always get a little bit anxious even at the beginning of school even if it's a school I've been to forever I always get like nerves so having not been there all like for half the year and then just coming in. I don't know, it feels kind of weird, but I'm sure it'll be fine. It's just a little nerve-wracking, if you know what I mean. But, you know, we're not going to think about that because today I'm talking about books and I'm actually obsessed with books. I love reading. And yeah, I'm talking about my love of books, everything books, and also some tips on how you can read more, which are going to be super helpful for you because I know I get lots of DMs about people asking me how I read so much, how I have so much time, to read which honestly I don't really have time <laughs> but I'll I'll tell you when we get to it but first let's just do the quote of the week and I really love 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 this quote it's um a book related quote of course because that's what we're talking about throughout this episode and it is a reader lives a thousand lives before he dies the man who never reads only lives one and I just think that's really cute just because it's related and I wanted to do like a book theme, you know. I also like to inspire you to read, to get into the mood, you know, because reading, it's like watching Netflix, but not, you know. It's Netflix, but better, okay? Unless you're a lazy person and don't 
Also, if you don't like reading, that's totally okay. You should still listen to this episode because um, it's fun. Yeah. But yeah, I really like this quote and I thought it was just cute. And I know whenever I read, it's like transporting you to different worlds, you know, so it's fun. And yeah, you should definitely read after this. Pick up a book, go to your local bookstore, go to a library. I'm going to give you all the tips. But first, don't forget to leave a review, subscribe, follow, do all the things. We just hit 30 reviews on Apple Podcasts, which is so freaking exciting. So grateful for all of y'all. That's so honestly so cool and I really appreciate that. And also we hit 5,000 plays slash listens, which is really cool. And I didn't announce that on my Instagram because I didn't want to be like, you know, like bragging about it, but also... In this, I'm just trying to give you a little update, you know, but because I feel bad like announcing stuff like that. I mean, whenever anyone else does it, I'm always like, oh my gosh, good job. Like, yes, queen, killing it. But I don't want people to like feel bad about their stuff. So I'm just telling you here because I don't know, some people don't listen to this, but that's cool too. But before we get into it, I'm just going to take a quick water break and then I'll be right back. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Go to podgo.co slash kind. That's P-O-D-G-O dot co slash kind to start snacking now. Okay, back to the episode. So I really just want to quickly touch on just like the reading community because I truly didn't find this out or like, like, I don't know, another word for find some, like find people like on social media and that just like love to read but there are literally book people everywhere and I didn't realize this till a few months ago and I just think it's so fun to find a bunch of people with similar interests and it's also really good for getting um book recommendations that are actually good books from people your age that you'll like or millennial people whatever and it's just so helpful I love it and the first part um or the first social media I wanted to talk about that had like a big book community was TikTok and it's called like Book Talk. They all have little cute names and literally my entire for you page for my podcast account is all books because on my personal account it's like a bunch of random random things. It's a bunch of um TikTok boys, whatever. But for my podcast account, it's all boys. Literally half the videos I do are based on like book talk trends. Which is probably why some of them don't do well but like I don't care I just love it so much and literally book talk led me to create a giant list on my phone with so many books that I need to read it's a little overwhelming I think I have like almost 20 on it right now and I've read one we're really going well it's really it's really going well you know but because the first one I decided to start out with is a series course I didn't realize that so now I have to read the series and I'm on the second book and the second book is 500 pages and I'm only 300 pages in you know you see my dilemma I don't even like the book the second book too it's just like 
me telling you guys not to read books you don't like than also me doing the same thing. No, but I'm serious. If you're just getting in, don't do that. But then also there is a big book community on Instagram, also known as Bookstagram, which um cute. And I'm not really a part of this or really see this on any of my Instagram accounts, whether that's my personal account or my podcast account. But my older sister's friend actually has a fairly large account on it and a good following. So that's how I learned about it because I didn't know there was a community of book people on Instagram, which I think is cool and also makes sense because it's probably on every platform if you like think about it, you know. So I just thought that was cool and it's cool that people can post about books and that there's just like a whole community for it and also people post their reviews, what books they're reading. I just think that's so fun because it's like you can make a bunch of friends, especially if most of your friends don't like to read. It's just nice having people on social media who do because then you can trade book recommendations, read the reviews, see what books you want to read. I think that's just fun, and if you're interested in any of that, like, and I'm back! Okay, so in case you didn't notice and weren't there for just the past 30 seconds, I'm starting ads, so get excited! I know no one likes ads, okay guys? I'm sorry, but like, please listen to them all the way through. I would really appreciate it, and can make a little little money, you know, and that's cool. But just, like, listen to them. It's fun. And also, I try to make my ads not so boring. They give you, like, a script, but I like to I like to write my own flex. But, yeah, now let's actually get into the episode. I say this, like, four times each time I record, but this time, this time I'm serious. So, I just wanted to start at the beginning of my reading journey. So, when I was younger... Um, I don't really remember, like, elementary school, so we're just going to start with middle school. But when I was in middle school, I was like, okay, if you listen to my middle school episode, then you would know I was a very weird kid, okay? I was very weird. That's totally okay. I'm just, it, it's just, like, helping out. I hated sports. I still really don't like them, but I didn't play any sports in middle school. I was super into art, and I loved, loved, loved to read, Okay. I would read these very high-level books and probably books that were way too mature for me to be reading. Literally, I look at my bookshelf and there's books that I've seen people talking about and they're like giving an age rating and and they're like 17 plus or whatever. And I was like 11 or 12 when I read it and I was like, oh my god. And also these books were huge, like huge for being in middle school. I don't know. I literally remember one day I read eight hours straight. Literally imagine having that sort of attention level or focus like today. Literally, I could never. I could never. I can barely pay attention to something for an hour. Okay, that's like pretty impressive. I think it was the selection book that I read and I literally read the book like in one day. Also, I'm not a fast reader, so that's why it took me so long. Literally, that book isn't that long. It's like 200, 300 pages. I don't know, but like eight hours, that's. (laughs) that's kind of long but yeah and when I was in middle school I always loved fantasy books sci-fi books and I really still do but I mean I've branched out more but those are still my faves fantasy is my absolute favorite and everything I love watching fantasy shows fantasy books sci-fi is like right up there but fantasy will always be my favorite 
And in middle school, I loved reading so much and hated anything athletic so much that one year when my family was on a ski trip with our cousins, I faked sick for an entire week just so I could be locked in my room and read all my books. Like, how nerdy but also, like, cute is that? Like, I still think it's funny. My family still makes fun of me for it. But to be fair, I had never gone skiing and was also, like, super scared. But, like, I mean, isn't that just, like, funny? I thought it was cute. But then we got to high school, okay? And I stopped reading as much. I got into a quote-unquote reading slump. It's sort of like, um, I'm sure a lot of you have experienced it if you are readers. But just how, like, you're on, like, a grind. Like, you're reading really consistently. You're reading a lot. You're reading a bunch of books. And all of a sudden, you just, like, lose motivation to read. And you're just like, I don't have anything to read. All these books suck. You know, just, like, something like that. That happens with a lot of other things, too, probably. Like, if you're, like, a, I guess, like, a writing writer's block or... I don't know, but, like, I got into a reading slump freshman year. I really wasn't reading. I wasn't reading sophomore year. I think I've read one book sophomore year. It was, like, 700 pages, which I really should have just stopped reading it because if you're not going to finish it very fast, you probably don't like it, and then you um, risk the chance of getting back into a reading slump, and we don't want to do that. But I didn't start reading back up really super consistently until COVID hit in um, March in the spring and really not even in March probably pretty much like in the summer I really went ham and what I think really helped with that was that I got a Kindle which was super exciting and I talk about this I swear in every episode but my Kindle is my literal baby I love it so much it's the best and um, I'm gonna talk about it later. I don't wanna, I don't wanna, like, get too into it, but it's so nice, and I really started reading a lot. I branched out all the genres I was reading. I read more romance. I read just basic fiction. I read some mystery books, you know, just, like, some fun things like that, and of course, I read a bunch of sci-fi. I also tried to read, like, non-fiction books, which TBH hate those, they're actually so boring. If you want to start into reading, do not start with a nonfiction book. You're going to want to start with something fun. That's, you're just going to be like, trust me, no. I think the only nonfiction books I've read, I've read one book about blogging, which was actually super helpful. I think it was called How to Start a Blog for Profit or something. Ha, ah, funny thing, I've never made money on my blog, but you know, read that. Um, I read a book called Clear Skin Diet. I talked about that in my, I think, my skin episode, which was really good, just talking about acne. Um, what's another nonfiction? Oh, Marie Kondo. I think I've also, I either talked about that in a blog post or an episode, but just, like, about cleaning, and I didn't even get halfway through it. All I read was the part about how to clean your closet, and then I cleaned my closet, and now people walk into my closet and are like, dude, where are all your clothes? I swear I got rid of more than half of my things. And my mom almost had a heart attack because she thought I was going to have no clothes to wear. Little did she know I'm fine. It literally... Okay, so I have a walk-in closet, right? So my closet was packed. It was full. I had way too much clothes. Things that didn't even fit me. Things that I wasn't wearing. Things that people would just give to me. And I would say I don't want it. But they're like, no, just have it. You might wear it sometime. You know, like that stuff. But... 
I cleared out all of that. I got rid of socks that didn't match, you know? And then I showed my parents. I was so, so, so happy. I was like, oh my gosh, it looks so good. And they were like, where did all of your clothes go? But it just looks like that because my closet's so big, you know? But yeah, so how was that related? Oh yeah, those were just some nonfiction books, which in my book recommendations, I don't really give that just because I don't know I didn't think about it because I really don't know anyone who actually likes nonfiction besides like my uncle and yeah or like old people if you like nonfiction then like pop off but I I can't do it but yeah so reading is now one of my favorite hobbies ever uh in fact on like Goodreads I talked about this last episode but it said that I read like 30 books 30 plus books this year and read like over 10,000 pages which is kind of insane and that was all done on my kindle just since the summer which is really cool and yeah but I just like to read because of um I mean it's a really good escape from reality you know when things just you're not really vibing with life you know, or, like, things aren't the best, and, like, a form of escapism, and when I read, I also, like, see pictures, and I can see what's happening, so it's not like I'm just reading the words, it's like, I'm watching TV, but with a book. If you read, you probably know what I'm feeling. My sister, though, who absolutely hates reading more than anything, has told me that when she reads, she doesn't see anything, and I was I was so shocked because I thought everyone when they read saw all the pictures. You can imagine all the characters, but apparently she she couldn't. So DM me and let me know if you can because I feel like I'm not special for that. But just like, is there, I don't know. I want to know. But reading is a really good escape from reality. It's also fun to see new perspectives. And I like to see how different people think from different backgrounds. I mean, fantasy books, they're like whatever but like just people from different cultures different backgrounds it's really interesting and learning about new circumstances I think is so cool and a lot of books bring up like bigger picture questions like about moral issues or stuff like that um that I think are really interesting and also reading is really good for me this is probably the least important reason for why I like to read But I just thought I'd bring it in there in case you were not really into reading, but you're kind of thinking about it and you're like, well, why should I read, right? But just that it's really good for you. It helps with test prep. Um, It can help your writing. You can read a bunch of different writing styles. I don't know if that's true. People say that. My writing's still pretty shit. But me saying this while I have an entire blog, my blog is, we don't talk about it. But reading is just like you're watching a movie, but with not as much eye strain and that you can actually know how the exact, exactly how the characters are feeling, which I think is super cool because as I talked about in my college episode, I really want to be a psychologist. So it's just kind of cool knowing how people feel and what they're thinking and why they do the things they do, you know, and I just really like learning about that and I think that's cool.
Break is finally over and school is back in session. Whether you are learning online or in person, you're still going to need some snacks throughout the day because we all know that school lunches feel so far away, especially when it's only 8 a.m. That's why you need to try Kind Bars. Kind is a super healthy brand with the yummiest treats that taste good and are good for you. My absolute favorite bar is the dark chocolate with sea salt, which tastes exactly like a dessert. If you want to up your snacking game, then you need to try Kind Bars. I don't know, just like search for it, but the next one, my absolute favorite is you, is on YouTube and it's BookTube. This one is probably what everyone has heard about, but I just love watching BookTube videos to get book recommendations and it's literally where I have found all my favorite books that I've read this past year and... It's so helpful. All you need, you just need to search like what genre books, so like romance recommendations or something, or like YA book recommendations 2020, like whatever. And you can find a bunch of accounts. They're so helpful. And I just, it's really helpful and I love it a lot, guys. If you couldn't tell, I have a, a minor, minor obsession. If anyone doesn't like reading and is listening to this, they're probably very confused. But I mean, what are you gonna do? Another thing is this isn't really a social media, but just that like Goodreads, this is an app you can get on your phone and it's also a good place to find books and keep track of what you read. And I just started a Goodreads account this summer. I mean, I don't think I have anyone following me, but just like it helps me keep track of how many books I read just so you can like, I don't know, I think it's cool knowing what books I read and then super helpful when I was trying to come up with book recommendations for this episode because I just had to scroll through my list of read books but it was very hard to pick some because I love a lot of them but make sure you guys follow me on Goodreads if you want to keep up with what I'm reading or if you want constant book recommendations I'm pretty sure it's just if you search Carmen Applegate it should come up with something or it's something similar like that but the link is also in the description if you just want to click that. But now for the part you've probably been waiting for is my book recommendations. So these are just some of my favorite books I've read this year from multiple different genres. I didn't do every genre just because I didn't read every genre this year. And yeah, so I pretty much did one from each of the genres that I chose, but I did two for fiction since it's a pretty broad one. And you can also get more book suggestions on my Goodreads account and DM me to let me know what your favorite books are. So yeah, let's just start out with fiction. I also, I have the book, the author, and then the like summary, which I'll read to you guys. And um, let me just tell you though, first, the genres that I skipped were just nonfiction, like classic books. There's probably something else I don't remember, but just like, I'll try to give a recommendation right now. A quick one. Nonfiction? Uh, I don't know. I talked about that earlier. Whatever I said earlier. And then for classics, Pride and Prejudice or, um, crap, what was another one I read? I don't know. Pride and Prejudice, of course. You can watch that on Netflix too, but like the book is better, but also like it's fun to watch. Okay, now that we got that out of the way, first up is Fiction. My first book is called City of Girls by Elizabeth Gilbert. 
and I'm just going to read you all the summary. So it says, in 1940, 19-year-old Vivian Morris has just been kicked out of Vassar College owing to her owing to her lackluster freshman year performance. Her affluent parents sent her to Manhattan to live with Aunt Peg, who lives in a fl- who owns a flamboyant crumbling midtown theater called the Lily Playhouse. There, Vivian is introduced to an, an entire cosmos of unconventional and charismatic characters from the fun chasing showgirls to a, a sexy male actor a great dame actress a lady killer writer and a no-nonsense stage manager when vivian makes a personal mistake that results in a professional sc- scandal it turns her world upside down in ways that it it will take years to fully understand ultimately though it leads to her to a new understanding of the kind of life she craves and the kind of freedom it takes to pursue it. It will also lead to the love of her life, a love that stands out from all the rest. Now 95 years old and telling her story at last, Vivian recalls how the events of those years altered the course of her life and and the gusto and autonomy with which she approached it. At some points in a woman's life, she just gets tired of being ashamed all the time, she muses. After that, she is free to become whoever she truly is. So this book... I'm literally so obsessed with it. So as the summary said, it's pretty much just about this older woman who's telling her story. And while she's telling the story, it just sounds like a normal story. She's not like, when I was younger, I whatever. But like, it's so good. It's like, I just think it's cool learning about theater life, 1940s. It's a different time. It's a different culture. It was just super interesting and I can't exactly remember. I think there. Oh wait, yeah. This might be a little mature for you if you're in middle school. This is definitely a book you should read if you're in high school, though. It's really good. There are some sex scenes or whatever. Okay, guys. Tbh. Pretty much all the books I'm recommending have sex scenes because you know. So yeah. But really suggest that. And then my next book for fiction is called Anxious People by Frederick Backman and Neil Smith. And this book is so freaking funny. I've literally never laughed this much in a book. It's so good. Okay, let me just read you the little summary. This is a comedy about a crime that never took place. A would-be bank robber who disappears into thin air and eight extremely anxious strangers who find they have more in common than they ever imagined. Viewing an apartment normally doesn't take turn viewing an apartment normally doesn't turn into a life or death situation. But this particular open house becomes just that when a failed bank robber bursts in and takes everyone in the apartment hostage. As the pressure mounts, the eight strangers slowly begin opening up to one another and reveal their long-hidden truths. As policemen surround the premises and television channels broadcast the hostage hostage situation live, the tension mounts and an even deeper secrets are slowly revealed. Before long, the robber must decide which which the more terrifying prospect going out to face the police or staying in an apartment with this group of impossible people so sorry i stuttered a little bit without reading but this book so 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 funny so relatable it's honestly like so it's just so honest and i just really loved it so much i think i read it in like two or three days it was so good it's i really recommend it if you just want a good laugh and also it's super interesting because you have to like figure out who the bank robber is and there's lots of actually like things 
that are unpredictable and that you find out and that you think a character is this person but they turn out to be someone else and it's just I really loved it the writing is really good and I I really recommend it that's honestly one of my favorite books that I've read this year probably of all time and I think anyone would like this book this book guys does not have a sex scene okay yeah I was just thinking it does not so anyone can read this it's good next is the sci-fi genre and this is a book that I actually read last week it's called Scythe by Neil Shusterman and it was like I'm trying to describe it Uh, I'll just read you the summary first and then I'll say something. In a world where disease has been eliminated, the only way to die is to be randomly killed, also known as gleaned, by professional reapers called scythes. Citra and Rowan are teenagers who have been selected to be scythes apprentices, and despite wanting nothing to do with the vocation, they must learn the art of killing and come to understand the necessity of what they do. Only one of them will be chosen as, as a scythes apprentice, and when it comes... When it becomes clear that the winner apprentice's first task will be to glean the loser, Citra and Rowan are pitted against each other in a fight for their lives. So, this book, so good. I'm really wishing there was more romance, though, because my favorite genre is fantasy that has romance. This is sci-fi, though, but it's so interesting, and this book brings up a lot of questions just about what happens after death is, like, is killing okay when do things become justified um it talks about ai who is the authority figure and there's corruption and i think it's honestly like there's just a lot of deeper themes that go into it and also it's a very interesting book there's lots of twists i'm in the second one right now something crazy just happened i was reading this morning and i was sitting there i was like no fucking way you know You ever, like, read a book and you're like, what the fuck? And then you just, like, chuck it. I would do that, but, like, I don't want to break my Kindle. But I've done that with books. Or this book, I think the first one made me cry. I love books. Cry. You laugh. It's fun. And I just think the themes in here are so, so, so important. It's a really good book and it's super well written. Okay, the next genre is fantasy. My absolute fave. I've read, I think most of the books I read this year are fantasy, and I just, okay, the one I chose was one that, um, I don't know if it was my absolute favorite this year, but it was definitely super good, and it was up there, but there were two other series that I really enjoyed, but I didn't want to mention, because I feel like everyone talks about them, and they're so popular, but just that, um, a Court of Thorns and Roses. If you haven't read that, highly, highly suggest. Um, Warning, though, there's a lot of sex. Um, What's the other one called? Oh, A Throne of Glass. That series is really good. The first few books, it's not very heavy on romance. The last few ones, very heavy. A lot of explicit scenes, but just keep that in mind. Those two were really good and are also super popular both written by Sarah J Mass. If you haven't heard of that, I'm sure you guys have heard of her. She's very popular, but just those two books. And then this one that I actually really wanted to talk about is called An Ember in the Ashes by Sava Tahir. I'm not sure if I pronounced her name right. Sorry if I did not, but let me just read y'all the summary. I really, really, really love this book. Leia is a slave. Elias is a soldier. Neither is free. 
Under the martial empire, defiance is met with death. Those who, not, who do not vow their blood and bodies to the emperor risk the execution of their loved ones and the destruction of all they hold dear. It is in this br brutal world inspired by ancient Rome that Leia lives with her grandparents and older brother. The family ekes out of existence in the empire's impoverished back streets. They do not challenge the empire. They've seen what happens to those who do. But when Leia's brother is arrested for treason, Leia is forced to make a decision. In exchange for help from rebels who promise to rescue her brother, she will risk her life to spy for them within the Empire's greatest military academy. There, Leia meets Elias, the school's finest soldier, and secretly its most unwilling. Elias wants to be free of the tyranny that he's been training to enforce. He and Leia will soon realize that their destinies are intertwined and that their choice will change the fate of the Empire itself. So this book is a, is a series and I'm honestly going to say every single book in the entire series I loved. A new one recently just came out. I haven't read it yet because I'm waiting for it to go on um, my library app just so I can get it for free. But honestly, I might just like buy it off Amazon. This series is so good. The romance in here is so good and it's told from two different perspectives. And to be honest, at first, when I started getting back into reading this year, I really didn't like a story being told by multiple multiple perspectives. I thought it got annoying. It kept switching. I was like, what is happening? But I've really grown to love it and honestly prefer it. And it's just super interesting to see the perspective of Leia and then Elias and how they think differently and also how their circumstances are different, how they grew up differently, and also to see how their story really connects and how things pull together. It's one of those books like where one character knows something that is going to happen to the other one. So you're like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, like you know what's going to happen, but the other character doesn't know what's going to happen. It's just super good. It's a really good fantasy book really good romance um I don't think there's I don't think there's sex in this book I don't remember but maybe warning but I don't think so in like the first book I think there's like minor affection yeah okay the next one is romance this book is so freaking good I read this book in a day okay I was obsessed. I told my friend to read it. I told my older sister to read it. It's so good. I haven't met anyone who doesn't like it. It's called Beach Read by Emily Henry. And it is, oh my god, guys, it's actually the cutest thing ever. And I'll be honest, I'm not a big fan of just like straight up romance. I honestly get like a little bored, but this book was so good. The banter was so so, so good. Okay, I'm just gonna read the summary before I get like a little. A romance writer who no longer believes in love and a literary writer stuck in a rut engage in a summer-long challenge that may just upend everything they believe about happily ever afters. Augustus Everett is an acclaimed author of literary fiction. January Andrews writes best-selling romance. When she pens a happily ever after, he kills off he kills off his entire cast. They are polar opposites. In fact, the only thing they have in common is that for the next three months, they're living in neighboring beach houses, broke and bogged down with writer's block. Until one hazy evening when one thing leads to another and they strike a deal designed to force them out of their creative ruts. Augustus will spend the summer writing something happy and January will pen the next great American novel. 
She'll take him on field trips worthy of any rom-com montage, and he'll take her to interview surviving members of a Blackwood death cult, obviously. Everyone will finish a book and no one will fall in love. Really. Okay, it's so, so cute. Oh my god, I'm actually obsessed with this book. It was so cute. Please, please everyone read this. Like, I promise you, it's so good. It's so entertaining. It's funny. The romance is really good. And it's not just like straight up. And they're both really interesting characters who I really love and highly suggest. Okay, next genre is mystery. And this book, I don't think it's very popular, but I didn't really read much mystery this year just because, um, I don't know, it's not really one of my favorite genres. But it was What You Did by Claire McGowan. And this book, this book really tripped me up, guys. Okay, I'm going to read it. It says, a vicious assault, a devastating accusation. Who should she trust, her husband or her best friend? It was supposed to be the perfect reunion. Six university friends together again after 20 years. Host Allie finally has a life she's always wanted, a career she can be proud of, and a wonderful family with her college boyfriend, now husband. But that night, her best friend makes an accusation so shocking that nothing will ever be the same again. When Karen staggers in from the garden, bleeding and traumatized, she claims that she has been assaulted by Allie's husband, Mike. Allie must make a split-second decision. Who should she believe, her horrified husband or her best friend? With Mike offering a very different version of the events, Allie knows that one of them is lying, but which? And why? When the ensuing chaos forces her to re-examine the golden era of the of the group share Oh my god. Uh, I literally can't talk. When the ensuing chaos forces her to re-examine the golden era the group shared at university, Allie realizes there are darker memories too. Memories that have lain dormant for decades, memories someone would kill to protect. This book is so 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 good i promise anyone will like this it's also trigger warning rape in case you didn't hear that so if you're not if you're feeling comfortable with reading that then um maybe not but also another book that was good that i liked is um one of us is lying but that's like super basic recommendation but if you haven't read that then suggest but this book I really, really, really like, and it talks about their college experience. It goes back in time. She starts to re-examine things, and things start popping up that she starts piecing together and figuring out what actually happened, and it's, I think it's a really good book just about, like, showing you that everything isn't as it seems, and everything isn't perfect, even though things might appear perfect on the outside. It might appear that this woman Allie has the perfect life when in all reality she might be married to someone who she actually doesn't really know. And so what I like to read really is just I try to read in different genres. Of course my favorite one is fantasy with romance and as I mentioned um, A Court of Thorns and Roses and Throne of Glass are elite. They're so good. Seriously um I they're so good anyway but also I'm thinking I might post like um on one of my Instagram posts like a book list so you guys can like screenshot it and then you can like see what I'm reading most of them I'll admit are like fantasy and stuff so if you don't like that then maybe not but again look at 
go back and listen to my recommendations. They're all so good. I really loved all these books and they were just really good. So let's say right now you're sitting here and you're like, wow, Carmen, you read a lot. How can I be more like you? And I want to read these books, but like, I don't know how to get into it, but I'm super interested. Okay. First things first, I actually have a blog post about how to read more, link in description, but the thing that I think is so, so, so important about getting into reading is reading books you actually like, okay? You're like, duh, okay, everyone knows that. Why would I read a book that I don't like? But in all actuality, it's much harder than it sounds when starting out because you don't know what you like. And you just pick a random book. You're like, oh, well, Carmen recommended this to me. Or some girl on YouTube recommended this to me. It has to be good. Or maybe you're reading a book that you thought would be good and you're like, I'm on page 100, but it might get better. Like, no. Big tip. Try experimenting with different genres. Like, I found, I really hate classic books. I don't like classic books. I think they're boring and I don't think you have to read them. Do not start out with a classic book, guys. I swear to God, you will never want to read in your entire life ever again. Fantasy is fun. Romance is fun. Normal fiction can be fun, but also at times it can be a little boring. It feels a little um, like it's just real life. Also, oh, I have one more recommendation. I don't know who the author is, but it's a romance fiction-y book, but the book In Five Years, everyone read that. It's super good, and I really like it. Okay, back to how to read more. You don't need to keep reading a book if you don't like it. I know it feels like you're obligated to do so, and you need to finish it because you started it, but no, ditch it. Start something new. You're going to find a book you actually like, and then you can actually get into that rhythm and start reading more and start reading more consistently, which is much more helpful and you'll actually start reading more, and you'll like it better. Because if you're reading books you don't like, you're not going to want to read. You're going to think, oh, I hate reading because all these books suck. Which, no, you don't hate reading. It's that you're reading shitty books, which, not saying books are shitty, but just, like, shitty for you. Like, how I don't like classic books. That's not because classic books are all shitty, it's just because I don't like them you know. Okay, next tip. If you can invest in a Kindle, and this is only if you're serious about reading and you're planning on doing it a lot, um, it's around $100, so it's a pretty big investment, but the good thing about a Kindle is you can actually, like, get books for free. You can connect it to a library book, and it's super helpful when traveling, because I know when I was younger, I used to carry, like, three 500-page books in a suitcase, and that gets pretty heavy, especially if you're on a plane. And Kindle's also good to read in the dark. Your battery lasts long. You don't have to carry around a bunch of books. But I know a lot of people actually prefer just to read a normal book. But I really prefer my Kindle, if I'm being honest. It's so easy. And I like it a lot. And you can also connect it to your Kindle app on your phone. And speaking of, like, apps... Um, you need to get a library app. I personally use Libby, but I also know there's Overdrive, so you just need to pick one. And I use Libby. My older sister uses Overdrive, and you can connect connect them to your library card to get free books, which is great, especially if you have a Kindle, because then you just need to pay 
whatever it is, how much for a Kindle, around $100, and then you can get free books, like, for life, so you're only spending $100, you don't really have to spend money on a book ever again, unless you want the actual copy, I know that I have a Kindle, but I bought, like, a physical book this year, but that's because I wanted it to look back on, it was a book of poems, so I didn't want that, like, on a Kindle, I just wanted to actually have it, so I could, like, mark the pages, and stuff like that, and also a thing about Kindle, you can annotate, and you can, like, look up words in the dictionary while you're reading it's so helpful literally life-saving and i love it okay but going back to your library card if you don't have one because when i started reading and when i got this app and when i got my kindle i did not have a library card i mean i did have one but it was expired because i hadn't used it in so long right but you can make a free digital one if you don't already have one you just need to go to your local library website it'll the app you're in you can choose a library in your area and then it'll like connect you to the website to make a card and it'll give you a code and then you just connect it and it's super easy and you can send these books to your Kindle and you have access to them for two weeks but you can also extend that which I found out which is super helpful but it's just really great that you can get books for free and other apps you can use on the iPhone there's a I think it's just called books but there's an Apple app that has just books there is the Kindle app I'm sure there are lots of other apps that you can use. Make sure you get Goodreads too, and those will all just, like, help you out. And another thing that helps is to make reading a habit. Now, I know for my last episode, I kind of touched on this, how I wanted to read more and be consistent, but I like to read before every night before I go to bed. And I've made this into a habit. And I'll be honest, at first I struggled a bit. I really did. But I think that once I started doing it consistently and once I kept like showing up for myself, that that was super helpful and I really like got to it. But um, for you, if you want to make it a habit, just like pick a time stick to it. Of course, if your schedule changes, you can change, but I like to read every night before bed. During break, I've been reading every morning too, pretty much. You can also just say, if you don't have a time, just say, okay, every day I'm going to read one chapter in my book. One chapter, that's it. I know some nights when I'm tired, I just say, okay, I just have to get through this one chapter, and that helps because if you're reading every day, I promise it's going to get easier, even if it's not a lot, even if you read so slowly. I know I read, guys, I read so slowly, which is honestly insane considering how much I read because, like, how annoying is that? Like, it, whatever, but also you need to put your book your Kindle, whatever you're reading on, um, by your bed so that you can have easy access to it. So when you're sleeping, you can just like grab it or when you're laying in your bed, put your phone on the other end of your room and put your book close, okay? This is going to give you easy access. Most of us are pretty lazy and we'd rather just grab the thing closest to us. So do that. Just like put your book by where you're going to read. If you have like a little window seat thing that you want to read in, then put your book over there. If you're going to read in your family room, put your book in there. Just like always have it in the place where you want to read or where you are most often and that's really going to help you out. Another thing with reading is that you have to like self-motivate. I know this is hard but just like you have to want to do it because if you don't want to do it then you're not going to do it and also you don't need to really force yourself to read but I mean sometimes getting into it you do a little bit 
But like now for me, I never really need to force myself to read, but it's just like fun. Think about it. It's like you're watching Netflix without all the eye strain, with all all the like brain fudge messing it up, right? But it's like you're watching a show and you can really learn a lot of new things. And it's it's honestly great. Reading is so special and so magical. And I feel like people need to do it more. It's honestly, I think, more fun than watching Netflix. Like I love, love, love reading. Just some helpful resources that you guys should check out if you want to get into reading, if you're looking for some books, some more recommendations in case you didn't really like mine, in case you weren't vibing with them, which I'm hoping that you guys found at least one book that you like or that you're thinking of putting on your reading list. Also, oh, big tip, create a book list of books you want to read on your phone so then whenever you finish a book and are like, oh, I don't know what to read, I guess I'm not going to read for a few weeks until I find something, no, no, no. You're going to create a list of books on your phone so that whenever you find a book you like, you're going to add it to that list and then if you finish a book, you're going to look back on that list and see what other books you can read, okay? Big tip, super helpful, but anyway to get book recommendations watch youtube videos okay youtube is my life for everything i say this in every episode that's how i grew my podcast how i grew my tiktok how i grew my instagram all you need to do is a little bit of research put in a little bit of elbow grease i mean seriously guys are you all you have to do is watch the video not that hard and you'll find books that you actually really like and that i promise are going to make you love reading Next thing I suggest doing is creating a Goodreads account. This is super easy. All you need to do is download the app, connect it to an Amazon account, and you're good to go. Also, make sure to follow me on Goodreads. Again, it's Carmen Applegate, something similar to that. Link in description, whatever. Just do it. And you're also going to want to download a library app, Libby or Overdrive. And I'm sure there's other ones. Those are just two that I know of. And you can also make a challenge with your friends. Be like, okay, we're going to start a book club. We're all going to read one book this month or we're going to try to read a book every week. Whatever. Do something like that. And if you don't have friends around you or in-person friends that you're friends with, make friends on social media. Create like a book talk account. Create a booktube account. Create a bookstagram and connect with other people like you or people that have interests. Or you can go out like on TikTok and follow a bunch of book accounts. They give so many, so many recommendations on TikTok and it's honestly the easiest and fastest place to find it. So there you go. There's all my reading tips, reading advice. I really hope this helped y'all out. But don't forget to leave a review, subscribe, follow, do all the things. If you really love this episode, if you love reading, whatever. And I just want to say that reading should be fun, but sometimes to get some momentum, you need to force yourself. You need to like push yourself into it, right? But always be kind to yourself, give yourself grace, and don't be so hard on yourself if you really feel like you can't get into reading. And please DM me your favorite books and add me on Goodreads. And happy reading, everybody. And make sure to check out all the links in the description. I have my blog post. I have my Goodreads account, my newsletter, my email, my Instagram, whatever. And speaking of Instagram, make sure to follow me at the Girly Girl Podcast. You can also follow me on that handle for TikTok if you haven't already. And I hope you have an amazing week. Happy January and happy reading, friends. Bye!